Blog Talk Radio. Go With Angels is more than the title of Mary Brotherton's debut book. It's her wish for you and your loved ones. Join her on her podcast every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time as she talks about angels and messengers from the spirit world. Of course, she'll talk about her book and the inspiration behind it, too. Call 516-418-5651 after 11 on Friday mornings to share your stories about angelic encounters. Good morning, good morning, good morning. As I settle in here, I was away from my desk for half a second longer than I wanted to. I want to play something for you that I received in a text the other day, and then I will get on with today's show. Hello, beautiful lady. I've been meaning to find five minutes to reach out to you to thank you from the bottom of my heart and Mary Krause, who I call the Countess. For the two beautiful books, I'm dying to get in and really dig into your first book. My surgery's on hold right now because we know how finances go. Um, but I wanted to let you know I would like to buy one of the children's books. One of my dear, dear friends uh, lost her husband Saturday. He was only 33 years old. To cancer, he found out three weeks ago he had cancer and he's gone. And your book came the same day. And I said, okay, this is not a coincidence whatsoever. And she has, um, her oldest son is two, her youngest son is one. I did send her a couple of pictures um, of your book, and I said, Stephanie, I'd really love to, to purchase one of these books for you. So let me know how I can purchase it. And if I could have you sign it, and I'll just tell you what their names are to write in the book. It is such a beautiful, beautiful children's book. And it's um, no coincidence, my granddaughters were here too, and when my youngest one was reading through it, she's five, she goes, Gigi, that's all the stuff you tell us all the time, and that's what you tell your clients. And I said, I know, because our angels are always there. Our angels that were not human, that were here, like Uncle Bright. So I would love to know how to purchase this book. Let me know. I'll give you Stephanie's address. Um, she needs all the help she can get. And I know this book will definitely, I'm not giving her mine. I'm like, nope, Mrs. Krause bought that for me, the Countess. So I'm keeping that one to pass down to great-grandchildren at some point. But I would love to be able to purchase another one. I hope you're doing awesome, and I cannot wait to meet you someday. I told Mary, I'm like, oh, my God, I just love this lady. Just let me know where I have to go to purchase it. And I didn't know you were affiliated with Island Breeze. I love my girl over there who's also an angel mama. Her and I got very close a few years ago, and she's doing so well, and I just absolutely adore her. I hope you're doing well. And that was from Carrie Stanley. Interesting enough, uh, she mentioned Mary Krause, who has bought copies of my books to give to Carrie, and now Carrie wants to give copies of the children's book to this young widow and her children. So I I just wanted you to hear it from someone else, not just from me about the impact these books are having. And today I want to talk with you about my books, but I also want to talk with you about 
listening to angels because that's basically what my books are all about. For as long as I can remember, I've talked with angels. My mother encouraged me to interact with them. If there was ever a time (laughs) that I wasn't in communication with my angels, it was my choice, not theirs. I was not being mindful or I was steeped in the drama of an egocentric life. As I've deepened my relationship with them, more angels have appeared to me and they proved to me over and over how much they want to help me live a rich, joy-filled life. I feel their influence every day, throughout the day. And at this point in my life, I can't imagine not communicating with my angels, not listening to them. I am writing my third book about angels. And the angels themselves are as different as these books are. It took me 40 years to gather the courage to publish Go With Angels. And as you know, that is a collection of short, true stories about personal angelic encounters and how they intervened in regular day-to-day experiences, but also with some near-death experiences. The book has stories about communication with departed loved ones and recalls times when I met those whom I call the others. The inspiration for my angel book, which is a book about children, a book about angels for children, came to me like a bolt of lightning just two weeks after the first release of Go With Angels. Within four months, I had taken the idea from its conception to publication, and I had been overwhelmed by the response to it. It took me almost six months to sell a 100 copies of Go With Angels before I had even finished printing my angel book. I had orders for 40 copies. Toward the end of that four-month period, while I was waiting for the books to arrive, I felt inspired to create a journey with angels, which is a guide to help you on your spiritual path through personal reflection, meditation, and writing. Angels show up in unusual ways and help us when we need it most. You can use a journey with angels to record your own sacred journey with them or to ask questions. Then sit quietly, wait and watch for the answers. Now, if you're anything like me, you may notice the angels will appear more often after you start recognizing and acknowledging their presence in your life. You may not notice any difference initially, but you might discover if you quiet your mind, the angels have always been with you. And the the book that I wrote for children is good for adults as well because it talks about the many signs that the angels use to alert us to their presence. One of the ways that I see angels um, in, in my day-to-day is through numbers. I look at the clock and I'll see 11-11 or, and I've told this story once before, maybe twice, but when we were working on the 
business plan for Be Unique, I kept seeing from 9.09 in the morning through 11.11 that night, it just happened that whenever I would look at the clock, the numbers were significant. 10, 10, 11, 11, 12, 12, 1, 11, 222, 333, 444, 555. And this went on throughout the day. So that's one way the, num- the angels speak to us. And you can look up the, the definition or the uh, explanation for what those numbers mean in numerology or in what we call angel numbers, and you will find relevance to where you are with what you're going through. Go with Angels provides a short lesson after each story. So you're not just reading about something that happened to me or the people in my life. You can take these short lessons and the questions that I pose to examine your life and see that angels have been with you too. My angel book is a gentle introduction to spirituality It helps see children and those who read to them see the many ways the angels interact with us. Anyone who's looking at the book or reading it will learn how to spot the presence of angels in nature, numbers, and things that might seem random until you realize there's a pattern. A journey with angels is filled with information about angels and prompts writers and readers in ways that will help you on your personal journey with angels. Like the humans they help, our angels are distinctively different from each other. You and I may perceive angels differently, and we may not interact with them in the same way, and that's okay. The important thing is that we recognize our angels and acknowledge them, remaining grateful to have them in our lives. A journey with angels will answer many questions about how to access the angels who are waiting for you. And it will give you some in-depth answers to specific angels. Of course, I can't go into all of the angels. I mean, even there are 15 known archangels, and most experts believe there are many, many more than that. I know, and I've been told this from several psychics, that at any given time, In my presence, there are usually more than 40 entities. They're not all angels. They're spirits, loved ones. Um, I can get into a little more at another date about some of the angels' names. I think that will be a future podcast, and I can tell you more about them. That is in some of those uh, tidbits will be in A Journey with Angels which introduces readers to angels with the exotic names like Metrotron, but also familiar names like Andrew, Jonathan, Tiffany, Harriet. I do believe that each of my books was inspired by the angels who are my constant companions. And like I said a moment ago, it took me 40 years to complete Go With Angels and years of gentle reminders that came to me personally and through messages from friends who are psychics, mediums, channels, intuitives. And one woman, Dr. Martha J., she challenged me 
And that challenge pushed me through my fears. I didn't realize how fearful I was to actually pull the trigger and publish. But once I opened myself up to this, inspiration took over. And if you look up the word inspiration, it it really um, explains a little bit deeper what I mean when I say the angels speak to me. According to the dictionary, it's the process of being mentally stimulated to do something or feel something, especially if it's creative. It's the drawing in of breath, inspire, inhale, in, bring in the spirit. So if you, I think that angels inspired me to do the uh, do my books. It's nothing less than when an angel whispers and implants an idea in your mind. The difference between divine inspiration and your imagination is that you tend to forget your own random thoughts, but you cannot cast aside a divinely inspired idea. This was absolutely the case with Go With Angels. Once I started it, and once I listened to these others, uh, some dead loved ones, two special psychics in my life, I could not rest until I had completed the book. And I know that it came about constant prods from the angels. It took me 40 years, but once I opened that up, two weeks after I got the books back. I heard a voice in my head telling me, I want you to write a book about angels for children, to which I immediately agreed. And I thought that it was going to be a very, very simple thing. Uh, It was not as simple as I expected it to be, though. I heard the voice say, I want you to write a book about angels. Because I've written other children's books, but haven't published them because I couldn't find a reliable illustrator, I knew that writing the words usually came easy for me. But I worked on this book almost day and night for two weeks, and I got nothing more than eight lines of very sad poetry. So I quieted my mind, and I asked for help. I said, You told me to write a book about angels for children, yet you won't allow me to write. Why are you withholding the words from me? Instantly, that same voice I'd heard before is from outside of me, yet inside me, said, paint the pictures and the words will come. Well, immediately I thought, I am not a painter. And that same voice said, that's what Michelangelo said once, too. I couldn't argue with that, so I decided to start painting. It wasn't sophisticated, and most of the paintings were not what I'd call cute. But for six weeks, from the 1st of November until Christmas Day, I painted. 
My youngest son called on Christmas Day, and we talked about my first book's sales. When I told him about the inspiration for my children's book and the conversation I'd had with someone, he asked to see my paintings. And I started taking pictures and sending them to him over text. Then he asked me if I'd ever considered using artificial intelligence to create my illustrations. And my response was, uh, no. I wouldn't even know where to begin. So he gave me the names of a few apps I could start with. And within six weeks, I had created all the illustrations for my angel book. The words did indeed come when the illustrations were complete. From concept to idea, or or maybe they're the same, the flash of inspiration, to actually holding copies of my angel book in my hand took only four months. The last two weeks of those four months, while I was waiting for the books to be printed, another idea came to me in a flash. I was being interviewed for the Author's Table podcast when the host asked if people could write in Go With Angels. It had never occurred to me that people might want to take notes. But I know how much I love a beautiful journal. And if it has writing prompts, that's even better. So that is what I'm currently working on. A journey with angels is a personal journey that can be used as guided meditation written meditation, and writing therapy. It's um, time for me to take a real quick little break here. I'll be right back. If you're looking for something different to do on Saturday, April 22nd, drive on over to Merritt Square Mall in Merritt Island for MetaFest. It's fun and educational, but best of all, it's free. Parking, admission, everything is free. It's an indoor fundraiser for the charity Be Unique. And trust me, it's as unique as it sounds. MetaFest brings together like-spirited entertainers and experts who will restore your sense of wonder. Vendors represent everything from A to Z. Literally, acupuncture to Zumba is all at MetaFest. They even have a special area just for children. For more details, call or text 321-417-4309 or email connect at beunique.org and that's spelled C-O-N-N-E-C-T, the at sign B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. I'll be there with my friends, the Medieval Gypsies, and hope to see you there, too. Come on out to MetaFest. That was our delightful volunteer and MetaFest vendor, Honey Smith Walls, the owner of Cannabiverum, which is a website that helps people learn how to use CBD effectively and safely. Now, back to my show. As I was saying, a journey with angels is a personal journey that can be used as guiding meditation, written meditation, and writing therapy. At times, I feel that my angels are looking at me and smiling with approval because I am listening to their soft whispers 
while I'm on a loud dance floor. I don't always know which specific angel is speaking to me or imparting inspiration. However, if I usually, usually if I call on a special angel by name, that's when that angel speaks. My point is I am listening and I am taking action on the inspiration. When my husband first saw a copy of my angel book, he flipped through it. He read every word. He had not seen it. He knew I was working on it, but that's all he knew. And he flipped to the very back page, which is a page children can color in. And he looked at me. He said, is this Jacob? And I looked over at him, and I looked at the picture, and I looked back at him, and I looked back at the picture. And I said, you know what? It, It might be. And when I created the picture using the AI, that I, the one I use is MidJourney, which is an app that I get inside Discord, another app for gamers. I, um, you know, I told the AI what I wanted, and it was a little more complex than this. But this was the the gist was I wanted a black and white coloring book style illustration of an angel boy with a dog. I didn't specify what kind of dog. I didn't specify anything else. It took me a while to get the one that I liked, but when I saw this one, I knew that was the one that had to go in my book. And I didn't think about Jacob consciously at that time. However, my husband is absolutely certain that Jacob was the angel who spoke to me that said, I want you to create a book about angels for children. Now, one of the ways that you can know if your angels are speaking to you or if it's your imagination, if it's your imagination, you're going to be thinking egocentrically. I want to create a book myself. But if an angel or another heavenly entity is speaking to you, whether you believe in heaven or not, doesn't matter, but another spiritual entity, that other, which I call angels because it, I just I like the idea of angels, um, they're going to speak to you as if you're having a conversation with them. I want you to do this. In fact, one time I heard... God himself say, Mary, that's not what I want for you, and that's not what you want for you. But that's a whole nother story. The reason that my husband and I believe Jacob is the inspiration behind this book is because the photograph, well, let me backtrack just briefly. Jacob is my firstborn son's firstborn son, who was actually stillborn. Jacob had a condition that is considered incompatible with life that comes due to a lack of folic acid in expectant mother. And he had a condition called anencephaly that affected his stem cell, and he just, he couldn't live with this. Uh, he, couldn't, he could not have adjusted at all in this world with that. So Jacob died before I ever knew him. 
however my heart knew him. And my first book, Go With Angels, has a story. It's a short little story called Jacob, and it talks briefly about how Jacob has interacted in my life. But when my husband saw this picture and then I looked at it, I thought back to Jacob's younger brother who was born uh, barely two years after Jacob was stillborn. Zachary could be the model for the picture in the back of my book when he was much younger. Zachary is now a young man. He's 17. Very young man. But his older brother would have been 19 at this point and could have definitely, because when I heard, I want you to write a book about angels for children, it was a voice that I was not intimately uh, familiar with. Uh, If Jonathan, Michael, Alexander, or Harriet speak to me, trust me, I know them instantly, just as if my husband, my sons, my mother, my sisters were to speak to me right now. I would know them. My my father's mother had a very strong German accent. I would definitely know her, dead or alive, if she were to speak to me. So I used this inspiration to create the book. And as far as the journey with angels, I can't say that I was inspired specifically by a voice other than Brad Hazlip, who interviewed me for Author's Table podcast. I um, I really wanted, to, you know, I was doing the, the podcast and Brad asked me, can people write in my book? And I thought, hmm, that's a good idea. And then when I finished with the podcast, the the idea for the name of the book came to me immediately: a journey with angels. It's a base. It's basically a personal journey, but it's so much more than that. I really hope I've been able to inspire you to get to know your angels better. I believe that any of my books can help you understand ways to speak to your angels and how to see when they're working on your behalf, interceding for your protection. If you don't believe me, perhaps you'll go back to the first of the show and you'll listen to what Carrie Stanley had to say about my books. She didn't buy them for herself. They were both gifts to her from a very dear friend of hers that she calls the Countess. Another friend of mine and hers calls her Purple because the woman loves purple. The... Beautiful thing, though, is when someone receives a gift of one of these books, turn around and buy more. That says so much more to me than I can imagine. I met a woman a month prior to seeing her at Memphis. She has a nonprofit of her own. She and her husband run Hundred Acre Hollow, which is a wildlife reserve. I happened to meet them both on a radio show, and I have a caller. So let me see who's on the line, and let's see. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? What's your name? Ashiel. Where are you calling from, Ashiel? New York City. 
Okay. An angel story you wanted to relate or a question about angels? Oh, I have a question, you know. Um, I, I just, uh, I, I don't know if you're psychic or I should just tell you a story. I don't know exactly. I'm just going to log in. I know stuff. I don't, okay. I'm not a psychic. I'm not a medium or a channel. Okay. But I just know no, I'm talking more about it. The angel, because I've been getting a lot of um, these angel numbers. Uh huh. And uh, I, I was just trying to say to make sure that it's not just my imagination. If uh, if the message actually uh, what I'm getting. Do you see what I'm? What numbers? What numbers are you seeing? Um, different situation. I see one, one, one. Or sometimes, but the numbers always seem to be having something to do with whatever I'm going through, you know, sometimes five, 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 sometimes four, 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 sometimes, you know, uh, just different because I look seven, 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 sometimes eight, 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 uh, you know, depending on different situations that I'm going through, you know, uh-huh. uh, sometimes, you know, when I'm or in the 11, 11, you know, so, I mean, I usually look, look these numbers up, um, and it seems to uh, usually make sense with whatever whatever is going through my mind. But I was just right. make sure that, that I just I want to make sure it's not just me <laughs> thinking that way. It's actually no, what's going it, on. It, it is it is so not just you. It is it's according to numerology and anybody that I know that believes in angels. We see the numbers either repeating, like, you know, um, 444, 555, or if they're like, for me, it's so weird, I'll see 404, 808, or then I'll see the, the, the repetition. But sometimes you can get them in, in a series. My husband went to the junkyard to buy car parts, and yeah. he called me and said, I just bought you a car. I'm like, wait, what? How can you do that? He said, I charged it on my credit card. I said, are you insane? He said it was only $2,500. I said, but why would you buy me a car? I have a perfectly fine car. He said, no, this is your car. The odometer says one, two, three, four, five, six. I said, it's got over 100,000 miles on it. He said, it's a Lexus. It's like a Toyota. It can easily go another 300,000 miles and you'll be fine. And literally, he spent $2,500 on this car, did a little bit of extra maintenance once he got it home, and the car is fine. And it just, it's been a, a godsend because it's been a really great car for gas mileage and whatnot. So when you see the numbers all in a, ser- a series like that, or if you see them repeating, Definitely. I recommend looking them up. And what I like to do is, Sheila, I like to go, uh, I put them in a spreadsheet, and I like to go back and look and see when did I see these. You know, I put a, I'll put the angel number and the the definition, or you know, very, very brief, because some of these explanations can get into a lot of extra stuff. But I just put, like, the main points, the main words. Yeah. I see it again and again and again and again. I'm like, okay, time to dig deeper into this and see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I see them every day. Every day. Every single, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, earlier, uh, earlier I was watching at the 555, you know. And, uh, but a lot of times I'm when I worry, like uh, something I'm worried, I see 444, which I look it up, isn't that to worry, things going to work out. You know, I, that's how I started getting into it when I was trying to understand the meaning of it. Yeah, yeah they're, but, they're just there to, to remind you to, to relax. And what you are going to find, now that you're, you're seeing all these numbers and you understand their significance, you're going to start seeing and hearing your angels more acutely in different ways. Uh, I mean, that's the experience I've had, and I believe that that's what's going to happen with you. You're going to find, you know, you might turn the corner, and there's going to be an angel statue, or you're going to walk down the street, and there's going to be somebody wearing a angel wings on their T-shirt or something. And those are just ways for the angels to to reach out to you and say, I'm I'm in your corner here, and we got this. I wanted to ask you: Are you working on a special project right now? Yeah, my, my business. I started business, um, online business, and uh, you know, and uh, the reason, uh, you know, the first uh, in January, February was March was kind of very good. April is a little quiet. So that's when I was worrying. I got to get a message, four, four, four. You know, don't worry. It's gonna, work, you know, that kind of stuff. Yes. What about that? What, 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 is, business, what kind of process? business? What kind of business online. is it? What, what, I mean, what skin, can you do? Skincare online. Okay. Do you want to plug your your website? Yeah, I'm on eBay under Skin Factory. Skin Factory. Okay. Yeah. And. uh I'm also Amazon and, uh, you know, uh, and uh, Etsy, uh, you know. But um, so that's why the numbers really came through because sometimes when I'm like, well, the sales, the things are a little slow right now. I'm, you know, and then I see the numbers and then look it up and say, no, don't worry about it, you know. So it's going to be, you know. But sometimes I was just asking myself, like, you know, sometimes I'm like, is it just me imagining it or is it really what's happening? You know, sometimes I just want to, you know, convince my, you know, I was just trying, that's why I wanted to get somebody else's input, you know? But, uh, no, I, I, also, I, firmly, uh, I firmly believe also, this is this is no accident. This, this is your angel saying you're on the right path. Keep going. Have faith. Don't worry. We got you. And I also see a lot of coins. You know, sometimes anywhere, you know, I see coins, coins, a lot of coins, you know, sometimes a lot of pennies, a lot of dimes, <laughs> yeah, you know. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's so funny because there used to be a thing about um, if you see a penny on the ground, that means your angel is around. And um, I've heard other people, uh, in fact, one woman was telling me that um, when her husband died, she started seeing pennies. And after a couple of years, she said, Dell, inflation has come. Could you raise this penny up a little bit? Next thing, she started seeing quarters everywhere she turned around. So it, you know, it works with loved ones as well as with the angelic spectrum. Um, you can turn around the corner and see. To me, when you're seeing coins on the ground, that's a way for the angels to say. 
you know, it may be small, but this is a sign of your prosperity coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, even at the gym, sometimes I'm working out and I look down, I see, you know, people pass by, I see like five dimes there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know where I just see that. That's, that's really cool. That, that's a good sign, I think. Um, okay. There's so many, so many little signs. A couple of days ago, I was meditating, and I saw this little, and my eyes were closed. I know they were closed. I saw this flash of light out of one eye, and it, was, it gave me such a sense of peace and, and love and just a satisfaction, I felt. And I remember thinking, oh, I want to see that again. But I was told in my mind, no, once is enough. And, and it, you know, a lot of times we think our angels are whispering. And if you've ever been in a loud bar or on a dance floor and you see people shouting at each other because they can't be heard over the noise, but then you lean in and whisper into somebody's ear, they can hear you without a doubt. And that's the way the angels are. If they try to compete with us on the level of distraction that we've got, it would, it would deafen us. And if these flashes of light that we see that, that just bring us so much joy for a brief second, if we saw that flash of light all the time, we would go blind. So we don't, you know, we have to accept and appreciate these little moments, these little glimpses into that world. And I think the more we acknowledge it and uh, show gratitude for it, the more often we're going to see it. That's one reason I created this podcast, because I wanted to be able to talk about angels with other people and share what I know, what I've learned over the years. Okay. I'm glad because, you know, sometimes I ask myself, am I always just thinking about it or is it really happening? But, you know, because a lot of times even the messages I get, like, to be patient, it tells me to be patient, it's going to work out, you know. Yes. But, and, and I don't know I why it takes so much patient. time. Why it oh. takes so long, but the patient part, you know, it's patient, patient, you know. Well, I think sometimes the patience is not what we're thinking. It's not necessarily um, you have to be patient, meaning you got to sit back and wait and wait and wait. The patience, I think, is how we respond to the waiting. You know, how how do we turn this waiting into something productive? And that was one of the things that I've done with my books. I mean, the first one took 40 years and, and a lot of pushing. I mean, so many people kept telling me, two psychics, a dead nun, and then a friend, and my husband. So that's at least five people. Write your book, finish your book, get your book out. And and I was always, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. Finally, I just, when this one friend challenged me, I said, fine, I'll do it. She told me I was scared, and I didn't want anybody to think I was scared. So... I, I published the book, and within two weeks, I'm working on my second book. Four weeks after that, I'm working on my third book. It's like now that I've done it, I can't stop doing it because I keep getting this inspiration. 
Yeah. And speaking of inspiration, what inspired you to go into skincare? Inspired me to um, go into business for myself because I felt like when I was working for people, I, I was good at it. You know, and I just my intuition was telling me what you're a leader. You can't do it for yourself. You don't need to do it for somebody else. You know, and I, it took me a while. I was like I said, you know, uh, maybe I was afraid. You know, like you know, you have a guaranteed income working for someone. Not all the income is going to be based on sales. So I guess, but you know, I decided just to to go for it because I'm pretty much a, a leader. That's you know, so I guess that's what I don't want to use the word spirit. Maybe she was an angel trying to push me to do something for myself, you know. And uh Are and you, it's, um, it's, yeah, go ahead. On on Instagram, your skin factory dot official, is that you? No, I don't I don't have an Instagram yet. You know, I don't know there's something about it, but I don't know why I'm not making that move. Maybe I'm not ready there. I don't know. This uh this social media can be kinda of little <laughs> I don't know. I'm just funny about social media to be honest with you. Okay, and, that's uh, fine. No, I'm just I'm trying to find you on you know anywhere online so that I can yeah. see what you're up to, see what kind of stuff you do. And you said yeah, you're on I'm Amazon. Big, I'm on uh, Amazon on the XYZ Factor, but uh, but eBay's Skin Factory. That's like my main. You know, I have different names, different you know, um, different, different platforms. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm um, also on Etsy. I, I forgot my name on Etsy. Because yeah. I'm always looking for more skincare products. I don't think women can get enough of that. Yeah, but the thing women can go, I mean, I don't mind women, but sometimes you, you, people, women go overboard with that, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my thing with skincare is, the reason I want to skincare is because I let I issue myself my skin. So I guess also that once I started finding the solution, so I figure you know when it helps everybody else, you know what I'm saying? So that's also yeah. the reason why. But uh, my, my my what I think about skincare is if you have something that works for you, stick with it, and just yes. keep on using it. The more you use it, the more beneficial it's going to be. Instead of you know trying different things, I mean that's how I look at it. Because I, I I you know I came from a place where I had psoriasis on my face and you know eczema. Acne, it was stuff. So that's what kind of, you know, going through that, the pain kind of made me want to, you know, also go through that business because I knew that somebody else out, out there was suffering with issues as well, you know? So, exactly. But um, I'm, I mean, I just wanted to make sure that I did get somebody's uh, input in terms of uh, the angel part because sometimes I keep, you know, I don't know, there's a little, that little doubt in my mind. So, yeah, I, th- I um, think you're. I think you're definitely. Um, you're definitely tuned in to what the angels are trying to tell you. And now, now that you know that they're actually reaching out to you, maybe it's a good time to sit back and and just be quiet in your mind and ask them, "Do you have a message for me?" And, okay. and see, see what happens. You, the message might be not right now. You need to take a nap. And sometimes it's going, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is pretty much what you're going to, that's going to be your message. 
just have to be ready to receive it. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, I'm excited for you, and I'm glad you called. Thank you. Yeah, You're I mean, welcome. I just want to get somebody else's input on that because, you know, sometimes you think it's just your mind playing games with it, but... Um, we, we, all, we all need affirmation. <laughs> um, you know, it's so funny. I have two of my very dear friends are very gifted um, psychics. I think you've called before and talked to Elisa, haven't you? Possible. I, I I think I recognize that, your that voice. Name, Alisa, she's been um she used to do her shows on Thursday nights and then she did she moved to Tuesday night and for a while she was doing them Tuesday during the day and yeah, now that's she's probably, back yeah. to Tuesday night. Um, they're they're both extremely gifted and they can reach out to the spirit world, but yet they both um they need to be validated from time to time because it's really hard when you're hearing voices in your head and I and I get this, I don't have their kind of gift, but I yeah. I just I say that I know stuff and I don't know how I know it. I just <laughs> I I have knowledge. And I question it sometimes. Am I, is this imagination or is this really true? Yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think that's human nature. And for these two women who can tell you without a doubt, you know, your grandfather just came through and he said you need to clear the log jam. You've been too busy. Your, your things are piling up at your desk or whatever. I'm like, what? But they can't do – they they have difficulty doing it for themselves or believing that the messages they're hearing are accurate. So you're, you're not wrong to look for affirmation elsewhere. I think it's good to, to get validated from time to time. I'll stick to it and just be open for more messages. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I look forward to hearing that you're succeeding extremely well in all aspects of life. Thank you so much. And I'm going to end the show now, unless you've got another question. No, that's it. That was very helpful, and I appreciate your help. Next week we're having, which is April 21st, we're having Karen Emberley from Our Sacred Journey join us, and we're going to be talking about angels with another expert. So if you can join us then, that would be great. I will. Thank you so much. um, All right. Thank you for calling. I really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Go With Angels with Mary Brotherton. If you want to order a copy of Go With Angels, just reach out to mary at beunique.org for details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. And be sure to tune in every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for more stories about angelic encounters. Follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio so you don't miss a single episode.